The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As I mentioned in the introduction, today we, solemn, we celebrate the solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God. We also finish out our eight-day celebration of Christmas. And each January 1st, we are asked by the church to pray for peace in our world and justice on this, the first day of the new year. Quite a busy day, isn't it? But I think there are, some, there are some common themes that run through each and every one of these celebrations. We call our Lord the Prince of Peace, and today we pray for justice and peace in our world. From the first reading from the book of Numbers, we hear the blessing given to the Israelites that culminate in these words. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. It's a reminder to us that justice and peace are gifts from God. But I think too many times we have a very narrow view of what justice and peace mean. We think of peace as the absence of war and of violence, and we think of justice as being right, the right and wrong but we need to look at what, what God considers what just is. We go back to the beginning of creation and right after the human family is created, our parents turn their back on their creator, desiring, desiring to be equal to God, desiring to be equal to the one who created them and who was in a very, very close relationship with. And because of turning their back on God, God justly drove them out of that Eden, that personal relationship, heaven, what we would call today. And generation after generation, the human family continued to yearn for that original innocence. But even as God sent the holy family or sent the human family away, he was already putting a plan in place to redeem us, to offer us the gift of salvation. 
And we see that plan unfolding very much so, beginning with the yes that Mary gave to that angel, culminating, of course, in the birth of the Son of God, born of a woman. And it is in his willingness to give up his life, taking upon his back all of the sins of the human family, including that original sin, that he won for us the gift of salvation. That, my dear friends, is justice. And as far as peace, well, peace of the Lord is symbolized by Mary's trust in the Lord. Her yes was a handing over to God of her life, saying, do with it what you will. In that yes, we see a total reliance on God and on his plan of salvation, even though Mary had no idea what was in store for her. She had no idea that she would walk behind her son up a hill and watch him stripped and nailed to a cross and die. She had no idea that that yes would mean that she would be seated on the ground with her son's lifeless body placed in her arms. But she also had no idea at the time that that yes meant that she would see her son once again after he was raised from the dead. And that yes would mean that he would welcome her into heaven, crowning her as queen of heaven. Her reliance of God brought her peace, and it brought the world the prince of peace. We experience this peace when we turn to Jesus and rely on him who created us, who loved us, and who died for us. Jesus is the Prince of Peace because he modeled fidelity to God's will for him and because that, through that obedience he brought salvation and peace to the world. We read that Mary treasured all these things in her heart. In that eternal reflection, Mary began to see God's plan of salvation unfold. When we reflect in our heart, we can see the part that each of us is called to play in God's plan of salvation. But Mary continues to treasure all these things that we do when we embrace Christ's peace and make it evident in the world. Mary treasures these things in her hearts when she sees us doing acts of charity and love for one another, when she sees us extending the hand of forgiveness to each other. She treasures these things when, we see, when she sees us coming together to worship, to worship her Son and our Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit at the Eucharist. And through Mary's constant intercession, we as well, ask to be agents of peace so that that true peace of God can descend upon this world, a world continuing to experience war and violence, but a world that is still beautiful in the eyes of God. 
People have commented either to me personally or on different social media on how they're glad 2022 is over. And sure, there's a lot that we can look back on and see pain, suffering, and war and violence. But sometimes we just need to take a step back and see the beauty that God sees in creation and in the human family. We sometimes need to focus on the charity, the love that is exhibited by neighbors to one another. We sometimes need to take a step back and see the reconciliation that occurs in our world. My dear friends, God truly sees beauty in all that he has created. He sees beauty in the human family because he is willing to forgive us when we bring about ugliness and sin in our world. My dear friends, as we continue this celebration, we give thanks to God for Mary, his mother and ours, because she continues to love us, she continues to pray for us, so that the, her son, the Prince of Peace, may descend in our hearts, urging us to spread that peace to our world. This is what God sees as true beauty.